Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. We are going to pick up where we left off last week on the concept of fast money, slow money. And I'm probably going to keep this pretty short and sweet. If you are a real estate expert, um, I don't know, maybe you want to turn this off right now, or maybe you'll pick up a nugget. I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter how much I think I know in life. Um, I try to come in curious, hungry. And even when I'm listening to something or someone where I'm like, oh, you know what? I've been doing real estate for 20 years. I usually pick up something. So maybe you want to shut it off. Maybe you don't. I'm going to start off with saying that um, we are launching the real estate accelerator. Uh, I said this at the close of, of the last one, but if you text the word real estate to 480-531-7519, you will get a discount on the online course. It's 397. Again, you'll get a discount. Um, this thing is packed. And again, this is a real estate um, this isn't where I'm not doing a deep dive in mobile home parks or, you know, commercial buildings or any of the areas that I've invested in over time. This is more of a real estate generalist course. Um, but there's a ton of value in it. It's packed. I did this course, uh, live on, well, not live. It was online. It was on zoom with a group of people. Um, and I'll tell you what the students, uh, some of them were already successful already in real estate. Some of them have never bought real estate and most of them, uh, most of them have gone on and, and done some pretty cool things just in the six or eight weeks since it's been done. Um, so we took that course and turned it into an online version that is now 397. Um, so much value. We brought in a, a bunch of, you know, friends and experts, a guy with land development, flipping, um, Ken McElroy came in and spoke, um, some other big names, you know, we had Matt Anofrio in. Uh, and I'm going to keep adding modules to this too, by the way. So if you buy the real estate accelerator course, um, for $397, we'll drop new modules every once in a while. So even once you finish the course, even once you watch all the modules every once in a while, you'll get some, some bonus stuff in there. So, um, if you're interested in that text, the word real estate to 480-531-7519, let's get back into, uh, picking up where we left off last week, talking about fast money versus slow money. And the concept was, in case you didn't listen to the previous episode, it's really about, you know, wealth is a long game, cash flow is a long game, income's a fast game, stock market investing, meaning like day trading, fast game, uh, 401k is a long game, real estate is a slow game in my mind. Um, and, you know, really one of the best ways to think about this, and, and I'm not a huge fan of the traditional 401k, as you know, I've got a good friend, his name's Damian Lupo, there's uh, multiple episodes with him. Um, he's got a company called EQRP. A lot of people don't know about this, but the EQRP company, you can actually self-direct your 401k and it can either be an IRA or it can be a traditional whatever. Um, you can pull your money out of a 401k and roll it into this. Not if you're currently, not if it's your current 401k, meaning you're at your current job and, and still there, but if you've got 401k sitting or whatever, you, you, can, you can roll that into a self-directed 401k, an EQRP where you can invest yourself and um, so anyway, I look at the 401k as a long game. And the one thing that um, the government did, and I think there's some ulterior motives around this, but the one thing that they did is, you know, get Americans into this 
concept of thinking about putting their money into a 401k and setting it and forgetting it and not worrying about it. And that's such a good thing because so many people just have that automatic deduction from their check. It goes into the 401k. They don't think about it. They don't look at it. They're planning on it being there 40 years. But then when it comes to like real estate and investing, you know, we want to think so many people right now are thinking about like, how do I make an extra thousand dollars a week? And I understand that. And that's okay in the near term, but you also have to put it where it belongs. You have to compartmentalize it and think about it the way that it is. Because if you're thinking about making an extra thousand dollars a week off of real estate investing, et cetera, it's not actually really investing. Like we should be thinking about investing. We should be uh, you know, like the richest man of Babylon says, a tenth of all you make is yours to keep in order to invest. And the reason why I love that book and go read it, I really highly encourage you to go read it. But one of the things that's reinforced over and over and over is as you take a tenth of all you make and make it yours to keep, it's there and it's then meant to go and invest that into other long game uh, investments that will then start bringing back money. And then you keep reinvesting that and pretty soon your soldiers start multiplying. One of my mentors, Chris Harder, put up a really great episode called The Law of the 72. And if you, I'm not going to go into this really, but go listen to his podcast, um, The Chris Harder Show. Or you can Google um, The Law of 72 and understand this, but there's like money principles that exist and The Law of 72 is one of them. So basically The Law of 72, you take uh, whatever interest rate or whatever you know, rate of return you're getting on your money and you divide 72 by that. And it'll basically tell you the amount of years that it'll take to double your money. And so the law of 72, basically, if you take 72 and you divide it by seven, um, it'll, it'll take 10 years to double your money. Right. And so when you think about that and you bring it back to, uh, like the richest man in Babylon, that stuff starts compounding, but it doesn't end there. Right. Because you double your money in X amount of years and, but then you keep reinvesting that. And so every amount of money that comes back, you keep reinvesting and pretty soon you've got this exponential wealth. Well, what happens a lot of times we're not thinking about slow money. We're thinking about fast money and so many people today, and there's nothing wrong with this. So many people today are thinking about real estate, um, or investing to live off of. And we're in challenging times, you know, when it comes to inflation, everything's getting more expensive. I said it in the last episode, People are actually focused on money. Um, wealthy people actually focus on money less, even though we have more engaging, just like the conversation I'm having right now. Yes, this is all about money, but the reality is I'm not, I'm not necessarily bound by money. I'm not controlled by money. But if I don't have enough money to pay my bills or you know, feed my children or whatever, that's a different form of control. And so you're gonna think about money and you know, money's an energy. You're going to think about money and, and, um, investing one way or another, whether it's, you know, investing in, in groceries to just get by any way you, any way you slice it, you're going to be thinking about money. And so we should shift that and put a percentage of our thought process and our time on slow money, thinking about money from a different perspective. Kara says this all the time. When you chase money, it runs from you. When you chase money, it runs from you. But when you start thinking about money from a different perspective, you start attracting money. And I know that sounds crazy, but the reality is, I mean, even if you just think about it from a practical perspective, and maybe this isn't that crazy, if you start thinking about money from a different perspective, the reason why you start attracting it is because you're not stressed out about it. You're, you're, you're looking at money from a different energy. And so we have to shift our mindset. Wealth is a long game, as I said. 
cash flow is a long game. And so when you start thinking about that from a standpoint of patience, not, oh my God, how do I make an extra $100 this week? But you start thinking about it from a slow perspective. That's why, that's why money starts being attracted to us because we're, we're really attracting it because we're thinking about it from a different perspective. Instead of chasing it, or how do I make another $100 this week? We're thinking about how, how do I take you know, a certain amount of money and invest it, whether it's in a business or I build a course or, or I invest in a property or whatever it is, it's a totally different energy than how do I get another hundred dollars this week? And so again, I think a lot of people today are thinking about real estate from a standpoint of not passive income, but how do I quit my job or how do I make more money to pay my bills? And again, in the short version or the short amount of time, I think that's fine. But when you think about it from a long game, it's so much better. And again, can't encourage you enough, get your hands on the richest man in Babylon. But here's a, here's a great way to think about this. So many people are stressed out right now about real estate. Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? One of the reasons why Robert Kiyosaki said for a long time and still says that your house is not an asset, it's a liability. And so many people argue with that. And, and here's the thing. This is, a, this is another law of gold out of the richest man in Babylon. One of the things that the richest man in Babylon says is own thy own dwelling place. That's one of the laws of gold. And I agree with that, but it's, and it's different for everybody. I, Karen and I have almost always owned our house. And when we moved to Phoenix, we rented for a year. When we moved to Austin, we're renting for a year right now, but I love owning my own house. It's a sanctuary. It's a place where, you know, the majority of our time is spent at home and our kids love to you know, come back to the house. And we've talked about, Hannah was just saying this yesterday, Dylan's girlfriend. Um, we went and looked at our new house that we're building and she was talking about, um, even the music that would be playing, you know, when we were cooking dinner at our house in Phoenix. And she was saying she missed those afternoons because we had this sanctuary that we had built. Right. And so is, was my house an asset or a liability? It was definitely a liability because it's not putting money into my pocket. It's not making me money. Now, when I sold it, it did make me money, but I don't, I'm not, I've said this all along. I'm not buying real estate, um, to speculate. I buy real estate as a long game. And so, you know, if I sell my personal residence because I'm moving from Phoenix to Austin and the timing was right. And I made a bunch of money, which we did. That's awesome, but I'm not counting on it. So my house became an asset, if you will, because it ultimately put money in my pocket and a lot of it, but, but, you're not looking at it from that perspective to time it. And when we think about real estate investing, it's the same thing, or it should be the same thing. I'm not buying real estate, hoping that it's going to be up, you know, in two years so that I can exit and make money. If we do that, great. But the reality is you're buying it for a long game. And, and honestly, over time, real estate's probably going to appreciate. If you think about it from a slow money perspective, it probably is going to appreciate it likely will. And you can leverage it and borrow and buy more pro There's so many great things about real estate in the long run, which again, I get into in the real estate accelerator course. Um, but you just got to think about it properly. And so when you think about your house, is it an asset or is it a liability? It doesn't really matter. Um, if you want to buy the house, buy the house, just figure out how to pay for it. But the reality is you have to think about that from a slow money perspective. And if you just take that principle and you bring it over into real estate investing, you'll probably do a lot better in the long run. And so I just wanted to get you thinking about that from a perspective of fast money versus slow money. You know, I, I don't know that I came full circle on this, but the thing that the government did, I think that was well with the 401k, they knew Americans needed to have, and again, I think there was some ulterior motives, but um, they knew Americans needed to have some form of savings. And the reason why they knew that is because they knew they were going to inflate the uh, heck out of the dollar 
and the purchasing power was going to get eroded. And it has been like, I mean, if you look at the stats on um, inflation or the purchasing power of the dollar over the last, you know, hundred years, it's gone, it's gone to zero basically. Um, and so that's why they knew that Americans needed savings because the government's not going to be able to take care of you. Social security was never designed to take care of you. And so the government did a good job because they know that we are not good at thinking about slow money. They know that our you know lifestyle is going to rise to the level of our income. And so they wanted us, uh, they wanted to create a, a vehicle, um, to not force us, but essentially, um, you know, push us through mindset into slow money. Now, if we can take that principle and whether it's through real estate investing, whether it's through buying businesses, whether it's through, you know, creating an EQRP that you invest in, we all need to be thinking about slow money and, and what that looks like. And so even if you want to quit your day job, even if you want to exit your W2 and you want to do it through real estate investing, I, I encourage you to do it. But you still, just like the richest man in Babylon says, you need to make sure that at least a tenth of all you make is yours to keep. Uh, put it into a separate account. Kara's done a really great job at this over the years. Um, you know, she takes a percentage and puts it into savings. She takes a percentage and she puts it into a vacation fund. And she takes a percentage and she puts it into an investing fund. And so I would encourage you start where you're at. If you can only do 1%, great. If you can do 5%, awesome. If you can do 10%, if you can get to 30%, do it because that's how we begin compounding. And so I'm not saying you should do any way, um, all the ways, quit your job. I don't care. Um, you know, invest in real estate to live off of it. I don't care. Whatever you're going to do though, make sure you're playing the long game, the slow money method while you're playing the fast money method, because, um, that's really where over time and, and come back to the law of 72, um, you're going to start seeing that exponentially grow. When Kara and I were investing in real estate, as I said before, our goal was 10 income producing properties a year for 10 years. And, um, that was kind of going to be our you know, retirement plan. So we'd have these 20 houses paid off when we were 65. That's how we were thinking about it. So, um, hopefully that shifts some of your mindset and just helps you to realize. Um, and again, I think the anchor for this and kind of what has me on this tangent is so many people want to get into real estate or investing because they want to exit their job. That's fine. But honestly, uh, the reason why most people are frustrated with their job is not probably the job really. It's, it's our mindset that we have going into it because we know it's a dead end street because it's fast money and we're trading our time for money. We're just, you know, same thing over and over. We're going to work every single day and we feel like we're never getting ahead. That's probably why you're really frustrated. You're frustrated with life, not necessarily the job. So if you can hang on to that job or get a different job and start building your passive income and let that start compounding, uh, that might be a better approach. I'm not telling you which way to go, but the real reality is in the richest man in Babylon. Um, and again, go read it. But, um, Arcad, when he's first learning, he makes some, uh, makes some money and then he invests it and he does a bad investment and, or no, he buys a tunic, which I think is a, a coat and he buys an ass, like a, a fine donkey or whatever. And, um, the guy comes back and says, you fool, you, you die, you do eat the fruit of thy labor. That's what he says. And that's what I'm really getting at at the end of the day is if you give up that job, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you just build your passive income to a point where it replaces your income, so you're out of the rat race and then you quit, now you're, now you're kind of back to zero. Now, as long as you keep, now, as long as you quit and you're able to focus on growing that wealth, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you quit and you stay at that level of passive income 
and your lifestyle continues to creep up like it normally does, now you're back in, you know, the rat race, even though you're air quotations, if you're just listening, even though you're out of the rat race and you're retired, I can't tell you how many people I've heard say I'm retired and they're freaking grinding. Here's a great lesson. And I've said this over and over real estate investing is just another business. So just be prepared for that. Anyway, if you're interested in the real estate accelerator, we're going to be launching that in the next couple of weeks, text the word real estate to 480-531-7519 and you'll get a discount um, on the launch. The course is going to be 397. But again, if you text the word real estate to 480-531-7519, um, you'll get a discount on that. So fast money versus slow money. Hopefully that helps you go out there, make it great. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.